All right, on to our winter views portion of Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lap. We are on the line with the Ripper, Ryan Satter from Dent, Minnesota. Ryan is a IMCA stock car and Wissota street stock race car driver. Ryan, welcome to Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lap. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, Ryan, we, we've had you on uh, the regular Checkers and Wreckers shows years ago, though. I think it was, I think you're still in college. Um, so, um, how about you kind of catch us back up with uh, what what you've been doing since then? I mean, I think at the time you were sitting, uh, you just passed your dad in uh, the family record for for uh, track championships, and you just started to pick up a few wins. But you've been on a roll since then. Just kind of tell us what you've uh, what you've accomplished since about that time. Um. Yeah. So that's probably been about 2015, I suppose. So. Since 2015, I, I've uh, continued to race the Wissota Street Stock, kind of more locally in the last couple of years. Um, but we did travel there for a handful of years and uh, won some races in Canada and the Dakotas. Um, and then we did race uh, one of those crate late models, those limited late models, uh, Fergus and Alec, and uh, picked up some wins with them. And then uh, 2020, it must have been, or 2021, um, I got the opportunity to drive a, a stock car for TRC race cars and kind of figure out what this whole IMCA world is is all about. So it's been kind of fun. So getting into that, um, did you get it? So there, there's a, there is a division between the... Uh, IMCA world and the Wissota world out there. Did you get a lot of guff from your Wissota friends that you were getting an IMCA car? Not really. Um, in the Wissota world, uh, if there's any class that really catches the outsider's eye, it's a stock car. Um, you know, when you think IMCA, the stock car is what comes, comes to people's mind. That kind of seems to be, be the, the crowd crowd favorite and uh they just they, they put on phenomenal racing so once they i got one everyone was like what do you think you know how does it compare what's the difference you know what are they as fun to, to drive as they are to watch and there's a lot of them questions so ryan i've got a question uh, for somebody who who just doesn't know uh they come out to the dirt track and Somebody sits a IMCA stock car next to a Wissota Street stock car. How do they know the difference? Can uh, can you tell? Um, if you're a new race fan and you're not around them very often, no, they they're really really similar. Um, the obvious differences that you start to pick out is tires. Um, some of the body rules are little minute just little differences um and then the chassis setback itself an an imca stock car actually the the chassis and the roll cage around the driver is set back further than it was so to street stock Hmm. okay what does that do as far as like changing the handling between the two basically it, it puts rear percentage built right into the car um because everything is shifted backwards. Your motor is still in the stock location, but then the rest of the car, you, you're pulling back about 10 inches. And uh, I think that's, that might be part of why you see these stock cars picking that left front off the ground 
more regular than a Wissota car. Okay, so everything is set back on the IMCA stock car compared to the Wissota. Yep. Okay. So does that make it any safer, or is it just about the same? It, it just just more of a more of a looks kind of a thing. Yeah, it's just more of a looks thing. A chassis, um, the way they build them, they're they're very. Both of them are very structurally safe. You know, you still got a full framed stock framed car, and uh, depending on the builder, they're still building some of the best cages that I've ever been on the dirt track today. And you've had some success right away when you got into that stock car. I mean, was it a big, big change to try to drive it differently or did you just, I mean, was it just automatic? It was pretty much the same, just slightly different. There was some, some big changes. Um, one of them is just the tires. The tire compound is considerably different between the two. And to get a grasp on, on a tire was a little bit, um, and then the stock car is just a little bit more of an erratic. It takes the, what you feel in the driver's seat and it multiplies it, in my opinion. It's just more responsive, more ero- um, erratic feel. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm kind of with you on that one. I mean, there's a little bit of a different sound to them also, correct? Yeah, they do. I would say as of 2022, um, Wasota did allow headers on their on their cars now um where years past they'd run the stock manifolds and the, the big long two-into-one exhaust systems and so that was when a car like when it, you put the, the two cars on the track together you could pick it out by the sound up until the recent year or so because that stock car was just obnoxiously loud <laughs> And Ryan Satters, our guest here in Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lap on KFGO.com, KFGO app. You can find us out there as well, too. Um, Ryan, um, with uh, obviously with jumping into the IMCA stock car now, too, but, but a lot of tracks around this area still have a soda street stocks. Does it make it difficult to figure out where you're going to be racing next? Yeah, but kind of, it's nice because on Thursday nights, um, you kind of got two options. You're either going to Norman County Raceway and Ada with IMCA car, which is about an hour and a half for me, or you're two and a half hours south down to Wilmer, Minnesota to race with Soda. And uh, historically, Ada was kind of, that, that, that's where I, my home track on Thursdays, that was when I raced with Soda back in the day. And then they made the switch to IMCA, and then I, I kind of went away from there for a few years. And now I'm happy to be back. Um, Fridays, it's awfully hard to drive past I-94 Speedway with the with Soda car. That's a half hour from home, and and Don Shaw and them just run an an awesome facility and show there. Um, and then Saturdays, yeah, I think we're gonna just kind of throw a dart at the map and say, hey, let's go to Brainerd. Let's go to Alex, let's go to. Who knows where we might end up? It, and also, yeah, the it's it's changed a little bit too. Where now uh, on Thursday nights, um, uh, Lisbon has now picked up uh, has changed to Thursday nights too. So you'd have another option with your Wasota Street stock. Yes, I've seen they uh, they made the switch there, and I'm excited to see how that works out for them. Um, with with Glendon taking Street stocks in on Sundays now. And Lisbon keeping them on Thursdays. I I really hope the 
the overall health of the class, it helps it. Um, it, it is a good class, and the, the numbers have been, been strong, and I think we got a few more guys this year coming into the division. Um, so it gives them that option up here with the whole IMCA was sort of split. It, you know, we kind of lost guys, gained guys. Um, so it's kind of nice to have a balance where a guy can race Thursdays or he can go, you know, he can go one way or the other within two hours of home. Yeah, that's not, not bad. You, you pretty much are essentially located with that. Uh, yeah, cause you're not too far from Ogilvy, Minnesota that races on Saturdays also. Um, yeah, you, you got, you got some good options uh, for you out there. So, uh, speaking of which, you know, what's something that you, you haven't done yet in either or car, or anything else that you might want to try sometime? What's something you haven't done yet that you'd like to do? <laughs> a win at Glendon. I've never, I've only raced Glendon a handful of times in my life, and uh, I just cannot get the win. I just have not been able to pick up that elusive win. So this year, that's kind of on the list. We're going to put them bringing the Wissota Street Stocks in. We're going to pop in there a few Sundays and, and try to get that off the list. And then, uh, I just, I want to just keep winning in that stock car. I want to try to get some bigger shows and um, head down to Iowa and see if we can run with the Murdys and, and that crew. Would you consider doing like the Dakota Mod Tour at some time also? Because I know that's pretty tough competition out there as well. Has that ever kind of crossed your mind to try that one out? Yeah, yeah. Um, Jamestown, I believe, is the only racetrack on that tour that I've been to um i bet well i was at mandan as if mandan's on there but um other than that, that there's all all right oh are you there yeah yeah yep we're there sorry we thought we lost so, you there for a second i uh but yeah I, the, the dakota mod tour has definitely been in the back of our mind i just wanted to get our imca program a little bit better i knew we had room to get better and to, to be able to run with that that quality of cars out there. So I think we're close. All right. I, that sounds pretty awesome. Again, Ryan Satter is our guest here on checkers and records, victory lap on uh, KFGO.com. Um, Ryan. Uh, so we kind of talked a little bit about what you're going to be doing this year. Um, I mean, so what, what is, uh, what is, what's really next for you as far as uh, if, if you're going to maybe jump up into another class again, or do you, would you want to give a modified or a late model a try out at any time in your career? Yeah, that's kind of been uh, the little discussion going on at the race shop right now. Um, I think we're going to start phasing out of the, the street stock program. I got, I sold all my street stock stuff except for the, the car that's sitting there. All my spare parts are gone. Everything. So we're looking at possibly a super stock, possibly a late model, something like that. The open wheel thing just hasn't really intrigued me a ton. So we'll uh, kind of see what the summer brings and then uh, maybe make a game plan for next winter. Okay, so I got a big hypothetical for you. Say we have a, a major drought for 10 years. And you're still racing in ten years. Which car are you bringing to race at WeTown? <laughs> um, probably the, probably between the two that I have now, or any car. Uh, with between the two you have now. Between the two I have now, probably the stock car. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, um, and of course, you know, your dad is a former track champion at the, at the WeTown Outlaw Speedway. Um, I mean, how cool would it be just to have the opportunity to even make a lap around that track on a, on a place that your dad really ripped around pretty good? If I had the capability of getting that place back up and running, I would do it in a heartbeat. I, you get around that Fergus Falls area, even up into Fargo, and you talk to the, the local racing crowd that, that went and knew the place. I, I think anybody you talk to that in that, in that era, that group would be all about it. That, that place was awesome from the sounds of it and the videos I've watched. Yeah, just the nostalgia. It's like going to uh, North Wilkesboro, kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that would be pretty awesome uh, for that to get going here once again. I know that would. I, I mean, I'd I'd quit a couple of tracks to go work there. Um, so, Ryan, is there anybody you really like to thank right now? And is there any way we can you know find you on social media or anything and follow how you do this year? Yeah, absolutely. I uh, first I got to thank my mom and dad and my fiance Carly for allowing me to do this crazy hobby and then uh prc race cars for letting me drive that stock car uh scott's machine shop for putting motors in them woolock construction for uh keeping me going and all my great sponsors back home i got a facebook page ryan satter racing and on there i list all my sponsors you can go check them out and um all of our merchandise where we're going next, how we did the night before, we, we keep that pretty up to date. That's pretty awesome. You mentioned Scott's Machine Shop. That brings me back to another story that I, I got to uh, see. And it's something I haven't seen in a long time where um, you got you got protested one night out at the uh, Viking Speedway in Alexandria. And Scott your, is your engine builder. And he was he was there helping out with the whole whole uh, whole process and everything going on. So first off, kind of tell us what happens when you get protested. So, yeah, I, we went down to Alexandria for a doubleheader that weekend, and we had raced the full season there. And I think we at that point we won 10 of the 11 or 12 shows that year. So there was obviously some chitter, chit-chat going on about, you know, how, how can one car dominate that much? And something can't be right and so we in the back of my head i kind of knew that was coming so we go into that double header weekend and saturday night pull into the tech shed and the tech guy goes you're getting protested tonight um being it's a double header we're gonna with soda gives you the option to either tear the motor down right then and there sight on scene or they confiscate your race car right then and there and allow you to race it the next night so i opted to do that so i i gave him i gave up my race car saturday night i come back sunday they unlocked my race car from the shop gave it to me at race time raced it that night and then they after the feature they confiscated it and brought it into the tech shed and said here you go take it down to bear block so they literally just completely disassembled the motor all the way apart in underneath the grandstand is pretty much what I'm getting. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Crank, um, rod, pistons, heads were off, the whole, everything out. <laughs> wow. And so how much does it cost to protest somebody? And 
you know, um, how did you come up? How, how did you come out in this uh, situation? So anybody can protest the motor for three hundred dollars. It costs three hundred bucks for a complete engine tear down, um, and anybody can do it. To anybody, and uh, so they give the tech guy three hundred bucks. They tear, watch you tear your motor apart. They come in with all their scales, measuring tools, pumping, everything. They, I mean, they don't leave anything unchecked. And then at the end of it, I was 100% legal. They give me the $300 that was up for the protest and give you your motor back in boxes and say, here you go. Wow. <laughs> and uh, also, you were also, you were 100% legal, but didn't you also find out that there are actually a couple things you could have done to make it even better? Yeah, so uh, we're actually and the engine guy was weighing, weighing all the valves and this and that, and he goes, "Wow, you guys are actually we were way under on compression, we were way under on, or way heavy on our crank, we were way heavy on our valves, just like all these things." And he's like, "You guys, this is like bone stock. Like you guys don't do anything." You know, he's <laughs> like, "You guys can do this and you can do that," and my engine builder's like, "All right." So, <laughs> Well, that's what we went back into the machine shop and did. Yeah. <laughs> so that has to feel pretty good to, to uh, be vindicated in that situation, too. It was. I think it, it was kind of that, oh, that whole summer. We just everything went our way. We had a really good year. And and July, August, you really started to hear the, the chatter. And, um, you know, somebody's going to be tearing you down. It's going to be happening. It's got to happen. And when it finally did and it comes back and it's, hey, you're 100% legal, this is good to go, that was kind of a, a weight off my shoulders. And I think it made some other guys, I hope it made other guys look at their program and and uh, step it up. No. <laughs> well, Ryan, uh, again, thank you very much for taking some time with us here today on Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lab, KFGO.com. Um, that's, uh, that's pretty much it from us and we'll let you get back to work and thanks again, man. Hey, thanks for having me guys. I appreciate it. And Thank good, you. good luck this year. hope to run into you quite a bit more now that they have that Sunday thing out of Buffalo river. Oh, we'll see you there. <laughs> All right. Thanks Thank, again, man. Thanks Ryan. Thank you. Okay. Thanks to Ryan Satter for joining us. Uh, that, uh, was interesting and I'm, I'm glad, uh, he talked a little bit about the differences between the cars. I think that's something that uh, we'll try to do periodically as we as we move forward here, just just so people who are new to the game can kind of understand what's going on. But well, sweet. and even with me, I'm you know not new to the game with it, but I'm not exactly very mechanical about it either. So sure. it's kind of nice to really get that insight from people. Yeah. Yep. Exactly.